Okay, today's sermon, uh, we are going to um, take up from where we had the pastor's welcome and that we are the believers that are the salt and light of, of this world, with the emphasis being on you are the light of this world. It is so important that we, we look at ourselves um, of what God has, has called us to be um, and that we are the, the this light of the world that he wants us that he wants us to be and just one second i just need to do one other thing otherwise speak of you here we go right okay we are the light of the world and it is right that Jesus Christ left this this planet and he ascended into heaven and you know that he 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 left us with his light and for us to shine before men so that they may see the good works of God through us and in us and glorify our father in heaven by what uh, we are we are doing and it, it, and it is so important that we remember that, you know, that we're the ones that have got to shine for God. Light, and we're going to be talking about some of that light um, later on. But it is so important because we are fulfilling the scriptures that God has given us. Just as Jesus Christ told us that he's fulfilling all all what the, the the prophets and and that has been laid down all that all that old testament um has been built up and and god had this plan that jesus christ would come and fulfill so it moves on from the old testament into the new testament and we become um a a church a body a temple the building of god that will build up upon this earth and for God's kingdom to actually grow. So you are the light of this world. Um, God is depending on you um, to be able to show this light to the rest of the world. So that's, that, that, in one respect, that's an awesome, an awesome statement of God that, that God would use us to bring this light to the world, but to some of us, you know, we could even feel it is the pressure um, that, you know, that, oh, hold on a moment. I've got to be that light of the world. Well, that's correct. And, you know, and it's, and it's important that we see that, you know, and, it, and you know, people go, well, I can't do this and I can't do that. Well, we can't say that anymore. That's what we can't do. Uh, because he said we can. Nothing's impossible with him. It doesn't mean you've got to go to and, and stand in front of parliament and, and call them to order to listen to the word of God. No, it just means that we have to be Christ-like wherever we're going and whatever we're doing. We've got to try to show people that we are different now and that there's something different about us. You know, I, I love being happy. I really do. I, I love joy. You know, I, I love having fun. And, and I love that God's give us that, that amazing ability to have joy and to get that feeling of, you know, of, 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 
of closeness and care and you know and your body to feel good because when we're you know when we're laughing and things like that you know but to have that internal joy to know that no matter whatever happens that i'm going to be okay because god's because God sent Jesus and he said, I will fulfill your joy. My joy I shall give you. So being this light of the world has amazing, amazing benefits. And we are this light of the world. And in John 8, 12, um, Jesus said this to them, just the one verse. Then Jesus spoke to them again saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. And so, so he, he, although he, he's saying he's the light of the world, once he went, he gave us that, that light of life so we can shine in this world and, and, and be those ambassadors, those witnesses, those, those, those apostles, those people of god that that should look different to everyone else and also he he, he really makes it clear in john 9 5 um, as long as i am in the world i am the light of the world and so we know he left and that's why we know he's left us with this light the bible in the old testament it tells us you know that quite simple his word is a lamp unto my feet so it does give us direction for everything you know people say i want some direction you know and i i continually continually go so well search the scriptures to see what what jesus has said he wants us to do and that will give you direction of what you've got to do in life it's not like we have to get this this um, it, it, for God's presence to come in the Shekinah glory and it's that thick that we fall to the floor and God speaks to us. No, it's, you know, it's a lot simpler than that. And God gave us the word so he can teach us and guide us into who we are, where we should be and what should we be doing. So whenever you think, well, I've got no direction in your life, and when, it just, just take some of the sermons take some of the passages look what jesus has said and you know what he's doing in your life and so he has given us direction and he has you know um, taught us incredibly well of, of what we, we should be doing and so no matter which direction we look at whether it's you know in the home um what would you know what we're doing in the home whether it's wife husband children work friends you know and even for god because that's what he wants us to do he wants us to partake in this kingdom with him and we can pray and we've got to pray you know that that you know that, that thing about that that passage that linda read about hezekiah it's it's not about giving up it's not even having a word of god and just that's it it's it's still continuing to pray and it's not doubting god it's actually showing faith god you said this and there we go uh you know i need a i need a bit of support today i need a bit of courage i need a bit of love uh, i don't feel good etc etc and you know and 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 he does. He tells us that if we go to him, we will get our answers. And of course, some of the answers to our prayer is 
in the word and it tells us and so that's why um, sometimes we get a little bit stuck um, you know and that's the time to ask one another you know besides asking god besides studying the word is to ask one another because most answers that we want are in his word which is also pretty amazing that you know that he that whatever we're doing in life you know he says you know the answers uh, are in he in his word you know every time that whatever i look at whatever subject whatever question anybody asks me you know it, it makes me go back to the book and it is amazing what we can find out when we search and we study the scripture to see what god um, and, and what can answer with us and that's yet again it's just my encouragement and god's encouragement is to get into the word learn of learn of him so we can follow him and be the light of this world as he wants us to be most people that i ever ask you know that once they once they they become christians of, of any sort of any denomination and when we ask them you know do you want to be blessed it's 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 one of the it's one of the uh, one of the only questions i can ever answer and everyone puts the hand up i want to be blessed because that's us and that's not a problem you know and god knows god knows what you know but all the time you know i always get this i always get this feeling you know when people want to be blessed you know that okay you know, you know and, and I ask myself, well, why do you want this, Mark? Why do you want to be blessed? What is it that you want to be blessed with? And, you know, it, because I also know then that that will help me examine myself to see why I'm asking God to do this. Is it in his will? Is it for me? Is it for the kingdom? You know, all those things, it's only there to prompt us, to help us to see, you know, are we um, being those people that God um, wants us to be? And, and yet, what, <laughs> another amazing thing about being this, this, this light of the world, you know, that God will bless us if we are that, that shining light on top of the hill or on a lampstand, wherever we go. You know, I always looked at it like this. Wherever I went, that the spiritual atmosphere was darkness. And I can go into that place where the darkness is, and all I've got to do is switch my light on, you know, and the darkness shall recede. That's us. That's the sort of picture that, you know, I used to look at for me. And so it, it, it makes me examine myself all the time to say, am I bringing? this light wherever i go so it's up to us again it's up to us how how we 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 want to be blessed and how we are blessed with god throughout the throughout the bible god is always giving promises to his people all the way through and you know right from right from go back to deuteronomy 28 and look at that whole passage on on on, on blessing um, or curses that it lays there all right we don't perhaps get those curses today but we don't get the blessings for not um, going to god and being what he, he wants us to be so it's quite clear uh, to be the light of the world that means we have to do our part and go and shine this light 
Jesus left us with this light. He left us his spirit. He left us his word. He called us and began to teach us. And we are his vessels. We're his lamps. You know, we're his, we're his word givers. We, we are the people that can bring the, the word and give light to people's problems. We're his sowers. So we can, we can go and, and sow the word and water it. And that light that we have should help the growth of everyone that we are, we are talking to. We become his light of this world. And we, you know, we, we, let's, let's stop just looking at a lamp. I, I love the lighthouse. I love when you look at the lighthouses. They are brilliant. They shine the light for miles and you know and 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 it's and it's shining the light in its natural um for ships to to warn them that there's there's a hazard and especially uh when it's when it's dark because it's even worse then but isn't that amazing it's just telling us that we can be those lighthouses for people to get them through the darkness the problems the mess they find themselves in and we can guide them safely to shore or to the harbor or as as i love looking at at, at, at jesus christ being being in being being in the inner sanctum with god being in that holy of holies and when he tells us he's our anchor he's our anchor there for our soul isn't that powerful so we be these lighthouses here. We can be in the storms, but no matter what storms come against us, Jesus Christ is already there, anchoring in us. You know, and I see this, 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 this big long anchor chain coming down to us. You know, and, and not a chain to keep us um, chained up, but a chain to keep us safe from the storm. That's important that we become those those lighthouses those lamps that light light up people's lives and their their and even to christians to to help them enlighten them in some of the things they might not be as strong as we are for what god has has, has given us so it, it's so important and we know we know who he is we know who 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 our jesus is we know that um, he is called the, the savior of, of, of the world. And we have to be those witnesses to this world. We have to light the way for people to see through that darkness that, that has them trapped in, in, in their own thinking, in what they think, you know, what they believe, or, you know, how they think they're going to get to heaven and who's saved and who's not saved. It's not our judgment. It is simple. It is in the scripture. And we can help them with that darkness. And of course, he told us, didn't he? He is the way. He is the truth. And he is the life. And we have to shine that light on people's lives to be able to see, to be able for them to see they, they, they're not in that right place uh, with, with God and, and therefore cannot be blessed by God until they get into that same way. So he's the saviour of the world. 
Okay, scripture, John 3. I'm just going to uh, read from John 3, 14 um, to 20, 21. Uh, yet again, it's going to be talking about our Saviour. For he, he, when he was here, as we already heard, he was the light of the world. John 3, verse 14. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Hear that bit? Whoever believes in him should not perish. So it does tell us that they will perish unless they keep following. Verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, the one only, the only one begotten by the Spirit, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. You see, another one of those words, not will, might be, because it's up to every single one of us to answer and believe and to do what the Lord has instructed us to do in his word. Verse 18. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already. Have we got that clear? He who does not believe is condemned already, no matter what people say, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of the world. So you can see that if anyone doesn't believe that Jesus was the Christ, he was the Messiah, he was the son of God, Whatever, anything else, and we already know those people are condemned. People say, Mark, you're judging. No, I'm not. That's what the Bible said. It's just using the Bible to say, well, that's the place they're in. That means we have to help them. Verse 19. And this is the condemnation that the light has come into the world. And men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes, so comes to the light, that his deeds may be clearly seen and that they have been done in God. It's amazing. So it, it's beautiful, isn't it? You know, some people don't want to listen to you because there's, there's that much darkness inside of them that that, that trapped, that, that bound, that they, they don't want to hear this. It's not because they shouldn't hear it. It's because that which's within them, you know, does not want to listen to who this Jesus Christ really is is the light of the world we are that light we've got to remember what people think today they don't think much about church about the bible or about jesus you know it's this world has has got a system of being antichrist now and we can see it wherever we go 
within our government, within schools, within any organisations. It's, it's, you know, all the laws that have passed are anti-Christ. People think that Jesus, the Bible and God are just many different things to many different people. But we know, we know him. We know his word now. And we, we have to shine this light upon the truth that we have to bring them out of the darkness into the light, into this truth of what God has shown each one of us. So they can know that this Jesus is a saviour. He's not come to punish. He's not come to condemn. Man has already condemned himself. He's come to help them get out of the problems that are in by giving them the word, by giving them the spirit, by stop having to, to try to work everything out in our, in our... And please, please, I'm not being disrespectful. I'm talking about myself in my little head and the way that I think. It has been an amazing release for me to, 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 to know that God will work through me. It's not about what I know. It's not about how much I pray or I study. It's about what God can bring out of me that he, that he likes and wants to do. We have to be so careful. We just think, um, well, we're okay. We have to be so careful. I'm, I'm not ever going to think, I'm going to be like Paul that says, I have not yet apprehended. In other words, he's not there yet and he carried on doing what he's got to do. The day that I know, uh, I know I'm okay is the day that I get, I, I, I get taken up into the air at, at the resurrection, whether I'm dead or alive. I know that's the day that I'm okay and I know I'm going to be with, with, with Christ from that time on. So in, before there, I'm going to work. I'm going to keep studying, I'm going to keep witnessing, I'm going to keep teaching, I'm going to, I'm going to keep trying to help people grow in Christ, and I'm going to try and shine that light into the darkness of, of, of most people's lives, our friends, our parents, our children, um, you know, our, our neighbours, our colleagues at work, and even those people that we come into contact with. We have got to be that shining light. So we've got to be careful. That we are okay because we're saved. You know, this, 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 this doctrine of, of some of the church in once saved, always saved. That, that God says, you'll never, you'll never depart, you'll never leave us. But there is one way that God leaves us and that's sin. You know, we've got, we, 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 we can't sin and expect God, we, we, we repent, but we stop it. We stop doing the things that we know is, is what God doesn't want us to do. You know, the, the things sometimes that comes out of our mouth, you know, we know it's wrong. That what we think, the way we answer people, the way that we are with people, you know, <laughs> oh Lord, even our face, even our facial expressions. It's so important that we, we you know, we're looking at ourselves and go, and when we feel miserable, let's do something that we like to stop us feeling miserable. So we have to be really really careful and that just because we saved it doesn't mean that we're always going to be saved the enemy does not like you being saved remember this it is only the entrance to the kingdom of god upon this earth 
you know, for, for, for those who were on Wednesday's teaching, Peter was given the keys to the kingdom and being saved is just the entrance. That's, the be that's actually the beginning of our journey um, with Christ and how he wants to teach us then and strengthen us for the rest of our life. But it's then that the real learning begins because we begin to be the children of God. And then like a loving father is, like a, 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 an, even a natural father should, should be teaching his children the things of life and how we should be, where we failed and, 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 and what we can do better, etc., etc. You know, we should be doing that in the natural. Uh, but also that be, becoming God's children, then definitely we've got to be doing more with our own family, our wives, husbands, friends, and everything else to begin to do exactly what God has, has, has asked us to do. And don't forget, everything you do for, for Christ, you, you're showing him, showing him your faith. And so you think about the apostles and the disciples that were there. Um, they were all taught by Jesus. Um, and it was only, uh, he only had a three and a half uh, year ministry in preparing um, all those people for the, for the work of the new covenant, you know, the, the new covenant, this new way, this new way of, this new way of living, this new way of, 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 of knowing God, this new way of, 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 of being, of, of being in the presence of God, which, which, you know, in the Old Testament, they only certain people at certain times, certain functions did the Spirit of God enter them to do that. We have that amazing opportunity to be able to work with God every single day. And so their job was same as ours, wasn't it? You know, we know that that they're not here today, we're the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the witnesses, the ambassadors, call yourself whatever, the salt and light. Uh, we're, 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 the, we're, we're those people um, today. And, and that's what they had to do. So they went straight out to work in the field of souls, in, in, in God's um, harvest place, which is this world, to, to shine the light that they'd been given to all the people that were around them. And of course, you know, the, the natural part of that is that we sow the seed, we water it, and we get them saved, we teach them and we bring them to harvest, they get, you know, and bring them to harvest and, and off we go. That, that over and over and over since Jesus Christ came is exactly the same today to, to then teach and then make disciples, getting, getting them sent out to do exactly the same. That is is the work of the ministry and for all of us to take part so it, it is important uh, but the <laughs> even in the natural so we go back to the natural let's do the work you know let's get let's go back about working with god working in the kingdom um, the, the the work of the ministry whichever way you want to do it that word work is is throughout there you know that even in the natural you know the bible says a man shall not work he shall not eat. Well, don't worry. We've got some. We've got some amazing, amazing help in this country. You know, it's <laughs> in one respect. I look at it and I'm thinking, well, uh, passing a law, you know, in in a country to to just to give people money um, and that when they don't need to work for it, you think 
oh dear me, God says I don't work. But, of course, it's right. For the poor and needy, we should help them to get to a better place and have a better life. So, blessed. Our country is incredibly blessed that you know that we don't we don't need starvation we 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 you know we we don't need to live on the streets we can we you know we we can get accommodation we can you know but of course we also understand there are some of these poor people you know they can't grasp things and so therefore we really do need those wonderful policies that we've got is to help those who do need help and to help them and it's the same all over the world isn't it but not no not not what countries help them most countries don't do this most countries you're left you're left and the people have to survive one way or another through family or whatever else it is and you know and even in america the land of you know milk and honey as they said the for man of opportunity that you know that if you if you're coming towards the end of your life and you, you haven't saved up and you and you've got no health insurance you really are bottom of the pile you know that it, it, it's so difficult in that country when you are when you are poor and so it's important that we know how blessed we are in this country and don't forget so that's an additional blessing that's a natural blessing that we get that we can get help hospital help and all those other things here and we who are called by god are really blessed he wants us he wants to teach us the way the truth and the life why so he can give us the blessings that we're looking for he knows what we want he knows what we're like he knows what we say he knows what we think and so you know we we it is trying to sort of calm us down in one respect to, to to be honest with god to go well he knows he knows i'm like this so he's going to help me change where i need i need changing and of course the life that he wants he said he wants to give us an abundant life you know it's um the devil comes and he comes to 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 rob steal kill destroy he wants to destroy your faith he wants you not to do anything so you you don't get anything and that's the way that he is no matter what is happening in our life no matter what it is we have to put our trust in god and there are rewards for trusting god you know and i have i have three words three words that i always look at um and it's it's really three words that a lot of people don't like in the flesh they are endurance they are perseverance and they are and it's discipline and with those three words we, we don't like it we just want to say god do this and it happens immediately you we don't like well you might have to endure suffering for a season well, God, make the season short. We haven't got a clue. And, and that's pretty amazing what Linda's, Linda's um, used this morning about Hezekiah, you know, that although he'd heard from God, he still prayed, he still pushed, he still persevered, he still endured until he's seen it was, it was happening. So there's his discipline of 
praying until the God Almighty. So quite a, a good example. And so it is important because those are the sort of adjectives that we've got to have and that discipline of doing the things that God has asked us to do on a regular basis. And, and you know, and I'm, you, can, you can shout at me later, um, but if you don't book your time in to do these things at some stage, I promise you this world will take your time away. It'll steal every bit you've got. And then all of a sudden you'll end up and going, God's left me and all the rest of it. So it is. And God has given us that help with the Holy Ghost and, 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 and the teaching that he's been given us. So, you know, please, please listen. Do the natural things that give you the ability to receive the spiritual things. Get organized, be disciplined, um, do what God has asked you to do, the regular study and prayer and, and learning and, 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 and being Christians in the home uh, as well as outside and at work. It's so important. It's not easy for some of us. And I, and, and I do understand that. And, you know, and, and, and sometimes um, I look at it, you know, and I found that when people used, told me about God years ago, I really, I really didn't have any questions to ask them because I just didn't, didn't want to know. Um, but one thing I have found out over the last 25 years, no one, no one has given me any answers to why we're here and why it's the only planet in the millions, trillions of planets we've now got, which the scientists tell us that there's no other life form. And no matter what anyone wants to tell me, all it's going to be is theory. But the practical is we're here. We're living. We can touch, we can feel, we can speak, we can think, we can see, we can hear. God has made us like this so we can be, um, you know, working together. And, you know, the scriptures tell us that, you know, right back in Genesis when they built the Tower of Babel, that God confused them with the language because they were trying to build a tower up into the heavens to be like God. And he said, right, we can't do that. He confused them, you know, and, and that's where we get our word babbling when there's too many languages. They, 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 they did that. But he said the verse that really impacted me was that if man, look, God said, if man works together, there is nothing that he imagines or thinks that he cannot achieve. Isn't that powerful? And so those are the kind of things that I look at to encourage me when, when, when I'm struggling. You know, what should I be doing? What's my purpose? You know, what happens when I die? These are all those, all those questions that we, you know, that people, we've asked ourselves and that people will ask us, you know. And that's when we can be those shining lights and say, you know, we've got the answers. We've got a purpose for our life. We know where we're going. We know how to get to this heavenly place. If, if, if all these things that we know and have seen or have happened, if all these, you know, no one can tell us that it's a big bang. There's no proof. There's no evolution. There's no science to say that, it, it, that evolution is there. Nothing at all can, can take us away that I got. If, if none of that is, is right, if science can only, only explain what's happening in the here and now, which it does, and it does it well, 
then, then what is it? Why are we here? And so it's important. It's important that we know as born again, saved Christians, learning of God, that we're on a different path. We're on a different path and this path, you know, is the gate is straight and the, and the way is narrow. Why? Because he's trying to teach us to navigate through all this mess that, that the world is trying to put us through so we can get to that place um, that he wants us to be. And of course, the most beautiful thing about it is that our God had a plan for every single one of us. And he had a plan that our Lord Jesus would come and he would tell the whole world what he has for us, who he is. He would tell us this is the book that God has written for all of us, the whole thing, not just, not just part of it. Every word he said, nothing will pass away, not a jot or a tittle, until all is fulfilled. So we know he hasn't come back. So it's not going to change. It's not going to change at all. He tells us he made the world and how he made it. He spoke it into existence. He wrote the history so we could see all the failings of, of man. So we could see that by staying with God, we don't need to have those failings. Why he called the Jews out as a nation to show the rest of the world what it should be like if they follow God. And we know what happened, all the mistakes they made. And it's there to teach us to follow, not what we think, not what others tell us, but from the word of God. So beautiful Jesus came just to tell us all the mistakes we've made. Doesn't really matter. This is the way out. Just come to me. Come to me and listen and follow. And not only that, I'm never going to leave you. I'm never going to, I'm never going to harm you. I'm always, every, everything that I've got to do, there's a purpose and it's for your benefit. It tells us all the blessings we can have. And even within tribulation, it tells us that we'll get blessed at some stage. It's not about worrying. It's not about, it's not about overthinking everything. It's just walking in that light so we can be those people he wants us to be it's an incredible incredible book the new covenant story for us is just out of this world and um, you know that god knows every person and you know and, and he wants to fill us with his spirit to to help us to give us that faith we need all the promises the promises is god you know they're all there and they they are amen and amen god never lies and so everything you read, you can have and, and you know, and you're going to be with us to the end of the age, all those things. It's just trying to encourage us. Just keep with it. Endure. Persevere. Discipline yourselves. You know, deny yourself. Get rid of those things that aren't doing you any good. Stop thinking about all the time of what you're going to do and, and what God wants us to do. You know, be, 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 be a little bit uh, self selfless and see what god wants us to do with that life and where we are now and what we're doing and how much we give and etc 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 so that savior of the world he came to, to 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 do all these things with us so we could be this light of the world what for the bible tells us that we, we were made we were made 
for good works. And so that is, is beautiful as well to know that I'm made to help people to do good with two, four other people. You see, and it's and, and that was Jesus outward centered to everyone, not inward. I'm gonna die. I'm here as a I'm here as a sacrifice so you can or you can have freedom. Isn't that amazing? And so there's a difference, you know, that I know for full well that if I carry on just trying to help people, trying to witness, trying to teach, trying to encourage, reprimand, reprove, rebuke, correct, instruct in righteousness, that every, every person is fully furnished for good works. That's my job. And I know if I keep doing that, the Lord will be pleased with me and bless me in this life as well as the rewards in heaven. Good works. Let's turn to Ephesians. We've got a few more scriptures to read you. Good works. That's what we're made for. We're made here to give pleasure to God. And, you know, we only give pleasure to God by doing the, the things that he's asked us to do. Ephesians 2, uh, verses 7 to 10. What's the start of that then? Can I can I just can I just read the Bible? That in ages to come he might he in ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us in Jesus Christ. For by grace you have been saved through faith and not of yourselves it is the gift of god not of works lest anyone should boast for we are his workmanship god in christ jesus for good works which god prepared beforehand that we should walk in them that brilliant isn't it incredible that you know, everywhere we read, God is just trying to teach us, you know, and, and not to get us boastful and all the rest of it because we'll be lost. But what we are, God made me. God made me like that. And he's, and he's created a new man. Remember, we got saved and he said, you're a new creation. And we're, we're created in Christ Jesus for, for, for good works, in the spirit for good works, which God's prepared for us. So, you know, it's there. It's there to be done. 1 Timothy 5, uh, verse 24 and 25. Just a couple of verses here, so I'll read them. Some men's sins are clearly evident, and we know that when we see people's things, they even confess them, preceding them to judgment. So that's what's going to happen to them if they don't get rid of them. They'll be there laid out before God in judgment. But those of some men follow later. So not just at the moment. These sins can come. You know, that's why we've got to be so careful. Likewise, the good works of some are clearly evident. And those that are otherwise cannot be hidden. No matter what we do for good works, you know, we won't be hidden to God. God will see all that we do. 1 Timothy 6, just along a little bit. Verses 17 to 19. Um, this is about the riches of the world. So, you know, it is important 
that we don't set our heart on riches. We we talked about the the you know uh, a couple of weeks ago. Where's our treasure? You know, man man wants money. Man wants this. Man wants to do this. He wants a better house, a better car, better this, better holidays, and all the rest of it. But if we're spending all our time doing that, whoa whoa whoa, be careful. Verse seventeen: Command those who are rich in this present age not to be haughty, you know, to look down on the poor, nor to trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God. Because man will trust his riches, who gives us richly, God, who gives us richly all things to enjoy. He wants us, it's so beautiful though, you know, one half, you know, he's, he's telling us, be careful about your gaining riches, but on the other half, he wants us to enjoy life. And so, yeah, he does want us to have some of these comforts, but the comforts can't be done at the expense of not being with God and not doing what God has asked us, asked us to do. If we just put God on one side, I'll do that later, God, when I finish this. You know, we've got to be incredibly careful. Let them, verse 18, let them do good and they be rich in good works, ready to give, willing to share storing up for themselves a good foundation for the time to come and may, that they may lay hold on in that great lay hold on eternal life by the good works we do it's just amazing everything we read you know god is is just beautifully saying oh, don't get you know, don't read one scripture and read another and think oh, i like that one better no they all work together they all work together for the same things, always bringing us into a path that God wants us to walk so he can bless us in what we need as well. Don't worry, he, he wants to give us these things, but he wants us to know him and be with him and work with him. And then we get what we desire. Titus, a little bit further along in the next book, um, and, and, and also that each time is 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 just trying to guide us in how we should live titus 2 um, verse 11 um, to 15. verse 11 for the grace of god that brings salvation has appeared to all men teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts we should live soberly right righteously the right way and righteously and godly in this present age we've got to be godly in everything our speech our, our thoughts our actions looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great god and savior jesus christ there he is manifest in the flesh the, the amazing greatness of God, the, 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 the fullness of the Godhead dwelt in Jesus bodily. That vessel is here to give us this salvation and a way to get to heaven. Verse 14, who gave himself for us? And there's the beauty, isn't it? He didn't come to receive, he came to give. And because he gave his life, God, let him sit on the right hand of him. It's beautiful. And we'll see all that when we get there. So it's not about now. It's about when we get there. That he might redeem us. Give us the payment 
from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people. Isn't that beautiful? He's trying to purify us. He's trying to get us out of our worldly stuff and into his, his godly stuff. So we become purified, zealous, zealous, wanting to do good works. That's what a zealot does. A zealot are the ones that are always pushing forward and the first, first in the queue to do things. You know, and zealous for good works that we should be there asking God, what do you want me to do now? Who else can I help? Who else can I witness to, etc., etc.? Who else can I give to? What else can I, what else can I do? Verse 15. Speak these things. Exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no one despise you. So it's about, you know, people... <laughs> People don't like these words, do they? Rebuke and authority. Don't you dare rebuke me. Well, Father, rebuke me. I know when you rebuke me, you're not trying to put me down. You're trying to just put me on that right path of godliness and righteousness so you can bless me. So, Father, rebuke me. Rebuke me every time I, I, my mouth makes a mistake. Or my thoughts just, just they, sometimes, they, God, they go into a cesspit. And I, I don't know why I even think these things, God. But, but it comes. Rebuke me, God. And, and with all authority, God. And then put me back on that that righteous path so I can be the man that you want me to be. And Titus 3.8, um, yet again, it's just encouraging us. It's just giving us the direction. This is a faithful saying. And these things I want to affirm constantly. Isn't it beautiful? And, you know, God is affirming his word to us constantly that those who have believed in God should be careful to maintain good works. These things are good. And listen to this next bit, profitable to men. You see, it's not, we're not doing it for nothing. <laughs> we're even doing it for our own profit. We can, it's just, it just blows my mind is how God puts all these these words and in there. And if we if we search for them and, and dig them out, how amazing that you know the simple path is is simple. It's just us that make it difficult. Last scripture, Hebrews ten. I mean, you know when it's this is a lovely one. It is always trying to. Get us to hang on to him, to to hold fast, and you know that word "hold fast" means you never let it go, and you know, and it and it doesn't want to let us go, so we can't let him go, we can't let his word go. We've got to hang on to hang on to these words, so we we we, we he, he can work these words into into our life. Hebrews ten, verses twenty three, um, to 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 twenty five. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope. Here we are again. We confess our hope to people. Yeah, no matter what's going on. I'm telling you, and Lorna, has, Lorna you know, Lorna, she, that's all she ever does. All the suffering through her illness and all the, all the things that have, that have been said to her about being a Christian, she's always said, I'm going to hold fast to God. And his promises, no matter what I have to go through. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. 
for he promised is faithful he's full of faith he's he knows he's going to do it and that's why he wants us to be faithful to him and let us consider one another let's look at each other in order to stir up love and good works you know and that's what i'm hoping i'm doing to you today stirring you up it's not about trying to put you down it's trying to get you up again and look look what we can have look what god can do stir up you know love and good works love one another love people let's do good works how can we help what can we do not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as is the manner of some that's not missing church you know people think they can just pop in when they feel like it or when they you know, want something from god bible studies all the rest of it it's it's all like that not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as is the manner of some but exhorting one another encouraging one another using the scriptures using what god has given us the that the passion the love the excitement the what's inside us what he what he wants to bring out so much the more so much the more as you see the day approaching well that day we can see it we can see what's happening with our world today we can see the mess it's in we can see the mess the church is in it's the smallest it's ever been in this country we can see the problems we can we can see the false prophets and the false teaching we can see that we know that we can see how people come and people go we can see how how people think yeah, i'm okay and yet do nothing and we've got to make sure sure that we're encouraging one another and working together and working with God so we can receive all all what God has for us and then our hope that hope of glory of being there at the end end of this age meeting our Jesus Christ in the clouds we've got to just keep reminding ourselves this world is only a vapor our life is only a vapor we're only passing through we're pilgrims in this world everything you see every little bit every home every car every clothing every man-made thing God at the end of the age after the great judgment and the white throne judgment will burn this earth up and go, oh what's he gonna do that for to cleanse it of the filth that man has put upon it his beautiful creation poisoned it air land and sea what beautiful he tells us that man's eye has not seen or his ear has not heard what god has in store for those that love him this is what he wants for us the hope the faith that we give that out wherever we go for he was the light of the world when he was on it he's given the light to us to give this hope to everyone around us in jesus name amen